Blog Talk Radio. This is Marty Oakley of the PBJ Gazette Online, and this is the TS Radio Network. It's Monday night. That means a conversation with John LeCron, and we've got a lot to talk about. Over the years, we've been subjected to many false narratives that have put us into wars and dangerous positions with other countries. Uh, We can go back to the Gulf of Tonkin incident that never happened, which preceded the Vietnam War. If you don't know about that, They claimed one of our warships in the Gulf of Tonkin, what it was doing there, I don't know, was attacked and that several sailors died and they were blaming Egypt. And Johnson, who was president at the time, the plan was he was going to blame Egypt and then go into Egypt and nuke it. The man was going to nuke Egypt and try to take over the Mideast soil that way. Well, it turns out, long story short, we ended up in Vietnam. They said when they got outed on the Egypt thing, they, oh, no, it wasn't Egypt. It was Vietnam, which was such a poor country. Even then, they didn't have a John boat to fish out of, much less warplanes and all that other mess. But we went into Vietnam, and you know how that turned out. But the CIA just admitted here about three years ago that, yeah, well, it, no, it never happened. Gosh, you caught us. And, but there have been numerous other events through the Kennedy assassination, 911. Um, you can just, the list is long and sorted. These scenarios are constantly created, and we are constantly fed a string and line of propaganda of stuff that makes no sense and is quickly taken apart by people astute enough to look at what's going on and realize what actually happened. And as John said before the show, well, you're just conspiracy theorists. That's what, you know, the worst part of being a conspiracy theorist is sooner or later you get proven to be right. And it ends up not being a theory, but a fact. And the thing is, a theory implies that you're making an assumption for which you have no evidence. We have mountains of evidence. We are conspiracy analysts and the biggest conspirator against us as the public is our own government this recent debacle with covid ought to tell you that they've swapped it up with delta now omicron and now there's another variant on a virus they were never able to identify or isolate to begin with how do you possibly get variants on something that you couldn't identify originally but you're not supposed to think about that. And But there's just so much on a daily basis. Every time they try to pass gun control bills, and one of the things they want to do is disarm us. As my friend in Australia said recently, don't let them do that to you, Marty. Look what they did to us here in Australia. We have no defense, and they're on us all the time. It is not – they don't care what you have, how many guns you have. They don't care. 
It's the psychological effect of owning them and feeling like you have a way to fight back. They want you defenseless and powerless and in a frame of mind thinking you have no way to defend yourself. We took your guns. Now what are you going to do? They have weapons that are so terrible that your gun looks like a pea shooter. They don't care. They don't want the battle. But more than anything, what they do want is the psychological effect of kicking the Second Amendment out. It's the underpinning to the Constitution and the the effect it would have on the country as a whole. You would be defeated for the most part. And that's half the battle right there. If you can defeat someone mentally, physically, piece of cake. This is kind of where we're at. So this is what John's going to be talking about tonight. So I'm going to quit yakking and let John start talking. John, take it away. Good evening, Marty. Well, I'm here to tell you, when I start yakking, it's only about listening, finishing with you talk, too. Because when we sit here and we have these conversations together and we talk about how we get labeled as conspiracy theorists and how we're sitting here saying, no, I'm not theorizing squat. It may have started out as a theory, but once I put all those pieces together, you know, connected all the dots, crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's and looked under that rock and uh, discovered the truth, well, guess what? Your theory concept just doesn't hold any water anymore. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But, you know, regardless of everything that we talk about, all of the conspiracy, all of the criminal activities, The biggest problem the American people have is they will not take a step back and ask themselves simple questions. The most important question is three little letters, why? And the other question is, who benefits? I mean, those two questions alone would help to unravel so much of the false narratives that we're with on a daily basis. You know, the minute I was told that uh, the Russians had gone into Ukraine. I says, okay, now I know what the media is trying to sell me. Now, I'm going to forget that and assume it's all BS, and I'm going to find out what's actually taking place. And it was convenient because I knew people in Ukraine. I have friends that uh, have family in the Ukraine. So I had all these points of contact that I could get with. And all of a sudden, I was learning all the things about the Ukraine that I didn't know, and it's all fascinating. And what do we discover? Well, we talked about it a few weeks ago. The Ukraine war is just like every other war. It's all about banking profits and the military-industrial complex profits, and all roads in this particular case led to a banker and to the Bidens. Oh, and the Kerry's too, if you want to really get technical about that. The son-in-law for Kerry is also guilty of crimes, but that's, again, a story for a different day. That's not our agenda today. But the problem we have here is this incredible naivety where we are told to believe something, and the masses of people just follow the narrative and assume what they're being told is the truth. And it took me less than a couple hours to start going down that proverbial rabbit hole into the Ukrainian invasion. And within a day, I knew far more than I ever wanted to know about the foundation. 
and we talked about it on the show. The CIA, I knew about that going all the way back to the 40s, of course, and the Nazis were a part of that. And of course, we talked about that on the other show, but came out of my World War II history stuff. But more importantly than that, though, we also had all this other criminality that was involved, and now they've openly admitted to the testing of, quote-unquote, weapons of mass destruction. You know, we went into Iraq on the basis of, quote-unquote, weapons of mass destruction. Well, and meanwhile, we're busy financing it over there in the Ukraine. Not one, not two, not three. The number I heard was 28. 28. And this is where we're at. They do this gaslighting thing. They're doing... They're saying we're the ones guilty of it when, in truth, it is they that are doing it. That's the poster child for the definition of gaslighting. They're doing something but blaming you for it. They're making you question your own reality, question your own sanity, and realize that this propaganda war is just that, war. It's not a complicated concept to grasp, okay? You know, in American history, we can talk about it. Propaganda has been around since day is long. Everybody uses it for their quote-unquote benefit. Even we do. It's a simple case if you look at the Revolutionary War, what were some of the things that we had in the Revolutionary War? Don't tread on me, Okay. And the snake, you know, the Gadsden's flag, and that was it. It was a way of sending a message, propaganda. Unite or die, more propaganda. And again, if you don't realize we lost the Revolutionary War, we'll go back and read the 1783 Peace Treaty. But again, that's not the show for tonight. Divide and conquer is the agenda. And as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Marty, when they're busy doing this and the goal is to get us to a point where we just accept our fate, we just roll over and die. Okay? And on that note in the Ukraine, one of the things that the Russians are doing right is they are allowing people to escape, not just the civilians, but any of the military that want to desert. Because not everybody's stupid over there. Some people knew automatically who was responsible for this war. And they don't want things to get out that what's really going on in the Ukraine. First-hand reports were getting out of Ukraine from people that have no reason to lie. We're not talking about paid crisis actors here. We're talking about actual people that are on site or have just come from there through precarious situations. What the Russians have done is they've opened up these causeways and says, go through that. We will do our best to protect you as you go. Protect us from who? Protect us from who? Their own people. See, again, when we don't realize that evil people exist in our own governments, and then we just look at it from a perspective of the Ukrainians, because the Ukrainians got their own, quote-unquote, Azov's battalion 
bunch of Nazi thugs sitting there doing all kinds of barbaric things, including using civilians as a human shield. And again, I don't like the word human, hue of man, color of man, monster, saying something it can be owned. But to get to the point, they were doing criminal activities against their own people to protect themselves from the Russians because the Russians have made it abundantly clear. We're not here to take out the Ukrainian people. We're here to take out the Nazis, the National Socialists, the real criminal class, who I would like to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, in case you haven't been remembering your history at all, those Nazis, who were they financed by? Oh, that would be the Americans. Gee, where have we heard this story before? Huh? Think about it. Not very hard. This is what I say. Back in the 40s, who was financing Hitler? Where was Nazi headquarters? Oh, New York, New York. This is a story as old as it gets. The same players playing the same game over and over. And people are suffering and dying because of it. And Marty and I are really sick of it. So we're having civilians getting killed, shot at by their own quote-unquote Ukrainian people. Because God forbid if they leave, all of a sudden these thugs, now they have to face the Russians with nothing in between them. Now I don't know about you, Marty, but from my perspective, that's pathetic. Because in a true man-to-man battle, you don't want civilians, women and children and old men in your blocking, okay? It's mono o mono, man to man. None of this, oh, I want to hide behind mommy and little baby. This is BS. And we're sitting here getting this all this propaganda coming straight from the same people who lied to you for the last two years over a fictitious modification of the flu. They just called the flu by a different name and tried to convince the world by murdering people in hospitals and in old folks' homes, by murdering people, that there was all of a sudden a pandemic. Event 201, people. So what happens? Well, Marty and I outed it right out the starting gate. May of 2020, you can still go back and listen to the show. But the difference is we know what to expect. When we hear the propaganda engine revving up, we realize in no uncertain terms, okay, there's now an agenda going on behind it, which is, again, why Marty and I are here. We are explaining to you what the agenda is clearly, articulately, and explaining it step by step, even months and sometimes years before it happens and you read about it in the news. Again, we're not psychics. We don't have our little tea leaves. We don't have a crystal ball. We're not looking at the stars. And No. We're looking at what the criminal class say they're going to do, watch them actually do it, and we're not surprised when they implement their plans. It's not that they're not telling us their plans. They've made it put, they put it out there. I've told you that, too. It's part of the contract offer of the universe. They tell you. They have to tell you what they're going to do when you sit back and twiddle your thumb and says, you're a conspiracy theorist, man. Well, you can believe that if you want. 
good luck surviving their new world order because their intention for you is not to survive it. When I sit here and try to explain to people that there are very bad elements in our world, men and women with no conscience, not a little conscience, no conscience. Their conscience has been seared. They have no morals, no ethics, nothing to stop them from anything, including murder. Because in their world, it's all about the almighty quote-unquote dollar, which is basically for all practical purposes dead. And just because the American people haven't figured it out yet, they're fixing to. Marty and I have been talking about that murder for several years now, too. Well, John, what are you talking about? I can still go out and buy things with my Federal Reserve? No. Yeah, but at what price? Notice that inflation rate is all of a sudden back in the 1970s level, 15% a year. And I don't care about the 7.5% they pretend it is. You like that doubling of the gas prices in the last year? I hope you do. You think the food prices have peaked? Oh, folks, they haven't started to peak yet. You better realize. And again, Marty and I have been over this. We talked about this back in early 2020. World Economic Forum and all their crap. And part of it is the Hunger Games. And again, they told you the crime syndicate made several movies about the Hunger Games. Well, that's just some dystopian movie, man. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it does. Telling you something, and you need to wake up to it, which is why, again, Marty and I are sitting here telling you, you better be growing some groceries this year. You better have a few critters running around the backyard for meat. You better be networking with other people because if you think that you can survive on this based on the way you've been surviving for the last 30 years, which is going to the grocery store and buying what you need and expecting it to be there and being able to afford to pay for it and going to a job that you love and all this other crap, no, ladies and gentlemen, this is a total reboot of the entire system. They are destroying the system in its entirety. It's from the ground up. They're burning it all down so they can start at the foundation. See, here's the thing. You look back in our history. Marty brought up political assassinations in Kennedy. Yeah, that's a fact. Okay, We know he was murdered. We know the CIA. We know the FBI cover-up. We know all about the mob. We've got all those things, and all those dominoes have been put into place now. Okay, you can go watch the series uh, a couple of years ago. It was still on YouTube. It may or may not be there now. I think they took down at least one of the episodes. But The Men Who Killed Kennedy, that was 10 episodes. Did the names, they told you where they were placed. They gave you all the things that you weren't supposed to know about. And they put it right where it belonged, at the front doorstop of the vice president of the United States at the time. Lyndon Baines Johnson, who was going to go to jail if he did not become president. And you've heard Marty and I talk about the criminal nature of Lyndon Baines Johnson, and we're not going to get into that today either. <clears throat> but you look at other people that they have murdered. Marty and I brought up the fact that all these homeopaths and holistic healers, they were dropping like flies a few years ago, hundreds of them. It made no sense 
yeah, you lose a few of them every year because of old age or whatever, but hundreds of them, all of these under very mysterious circumstances, we were busy saying, what's going on here? Especially those people that were helping other people survive vaccine injuries. And this is before the most latest lethal injections they've been doing. Why did those people need to be removed? Because those are the same people we would be going to right now to help all of these people that were forced to get an injection. One of my acquaintances becoming a friend of mine now, I talked to him yesterday. He was in the military, and he was forced to get the shot. He says, after that, I've had hives ever since. And he's not the only one. There have been all kinds of problems. And again, whistleblowers have outed that because in the military, if your unit is not at a certain percentage of combat capable, they can't send you to war. Better realize that. And these people have no reason to lie when they go to Congress and say, ladies and gentlemen, we got a real health crisis going on. It seems to coincide with these people getting injections. And you know what really irritated this guy? He was forced to because he was up there. And they focused on his chain of command. Says, look, this is the unit that's getting this injection. So they used him as part of the propaganda. That made him extra upset, of course. You sit here. And you look at people like Nancy Schaefer. Well, John, Nancy was killed by her husband of 50 years. It was a murder-suicide. Yeah, you keep believing that BS. Keep on believing that. Except in the last few days of Nancy's life, she was changing cell phones a couple times a day. And she was scared. And it wasn't her husband she was fearing the book was about to come out, which coincidentally never seemed to make the light of day, over the criminal nature of DCF, another issue we've talked about on this show. But again, we're not there today. But every one of you better realize murder is very profitable because if you start taking too much money out of these criminals' pockets, you do get a target on your back. Had that whistleblower that was talking about the cocaine importing agency, explaining how they were importing cocaine. What happened after that? They killed him. Shocker. Some of these other whistleblowers, suicides, quote unquote, two bullets in the back of the head, but that was a suicide party. You know that, you know. Yeah, or the one where they Body. shot the guy in the back of the head with a nail gun five times and said it was a suicide. Yeah. This is the problem. They're sending a message to those people that are wide awake to the criminal nature. We got this. We've got this. Do your worst. Try to stop us. They're basically putting down the gauntlet, drawing a line and saying, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> we got the armies, we got the guns, we got the goons. What are you going to do about it? Propaganda, folks. 
again, the point that we make here on Blog Talk Radio with Marty Oakley at the PPJ Cassette is that the criminal class is actually very weak. They are not strong. Yeah, they control the goons with guns. They control the armies. They even have access to those little things that go boom with a big mushroom cloud. But what they fear the most are an awakened mass to what's going on. And this is why we are out here explaining it to you. Because for every one of you that we wake up, for everyone that can take what we tell you and pass it on. And again, don't believe what we say. Do your own research. Let your critical thinking skills be a part of your philosophy in life. For crying out loud, we better start using it. Common sense isn't common anymore. It seems to be a superpower. But in the end, for those of us that have been able to do the research, have taken the time to do it, who have dedicated our life for no benefit at all, to try to wake people up to what's really going on in the hopes of doing several things, and the most important of that is saving your life. But by waking people up slowly but surely, the tide will change. And do you know why I know we're being successful in what we're doing? Easy. They would not censor us the way that they have been for the last several years if we weren't being very effective. One of the biggest tools we've used has been the same tools that have been used for millennia. Nothing more than a poster with a few little words on it and a picture. We call them memes now. Back then in World War I era, World War II era, we called them propaganda posters. It's the same war. It's the same tool. The only thing that's changed is the technology. And ladies and gentlemen, we have it where they did not. And again, could we be having this conversation 50 years ago or 75 years ago? No, because again, we didn't have access to people across the world in real time where you can communicate with real people. See, I had my first experience realizing the true power of the Internet back in the early 90s when I was talking to my father via email while he was in China. Ladies and gentlemen, 50 years prior to that, good luck even finding my dad, much less passing on a message that took a ship to take it over there. Do you get my drift? We have before us an opportunity that is quickly closing as the censors and the big tech boys continue to gain control over the power of the Internet. They will continue to squeeze. There will eventually be a time when they will make sure anybody who's a quote-unquote dissident is unable to get online. But that time is not yet. And with Each day, you have the opportunity to do something very simple. Share a couple memes that mock the criminal cabal. I share quite a few in any given day just out of spite. 
write a few articles, talk to your Facebook friends and your friends over on Twitter and anybody else that you interact with. Because you see, when we tear down the narrative with facts, when we expose the lies, it's over. Once you finally wake somebody up, and that's the biggest thing, it's the hardest thing to do is get them to originally crack, to stop believing the propagandized BS that they've grown up, actually look at the facts, and to say, wait a minute, I better reconsider everything I believe to be true, and I better look and see if there's legitimacy to this, which is, again, what me and Marty tell you to do. Don't listen to us. Look at what we tell you and verify it for yourself. The power is in each of our hands, and we keep saying to ourselves, well, I'm just one individual. I can't do anything. I promise you, if you don't do anything, you never will do anything that way. You're right. But there's so much power that we have that has not been exercised. And I've made it abundantly clear. Money's made it abundantly clear. You want to stop this nonsense right now, this instant? Stop consenting to the tyranny. doesn't require violence. It doesn't require rioting. It just means walking away from their crap because their crap is designed to sink you. It's like sitting there saying, I will stay on the Titanic because I believe in the Titanic. It will never sink. Even though it wasn't the Titanic, but that's, again, a story for a different day. Ladies and gentlemen, the alternative news is actually the only news. People that are out there actually exposing the truth of what's actually going on have made that leap because the controlled opposition and the propaganda media, they've been bought and paid for. They have been bought and paid for. The CIA has been running most of the big boys since the 70s, and they've been basically running everybody else since then. Remember, you have all these really famous YouTubers and TikTokers, and they were offered money to say they'd gotten a shot. Even if they hadn't gotten it, they were offered money. Again, propaganda. What did we talk about back in the, what was it, the 90s? Yeah, that was under Bush, too, I believe, when he was sitting there and paid off all of these, quote-unquote, preachers in charge of 501c3s. Well, they were getting a check from the government. Don't step on the government's toes. Be sure to tell them how government is ordained by God and how they need to do what their corporate masters tell them to do, and it's all good. We'll make sure you have a paycheck every month. And you don't even have to tell the people that you're preaching to that you did this. Uh Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, you see the tie-in everywhere. I can't look in any part of this world and not see the connected dots. Once you're awake to everything, you're awake. You can't go back to sleep. And Marty and I have done everything that we can to put the dots together for people to see clearly. 
not ambiguously, not sitting there saying, well, we think it's this way and, you know, maybe you should look into it a little bit and think about it yourself and maybe think our way or maybe think a different way. No. What are we doing? We're saying, here are the facts. Better pay attention to them. Again, what are they selling you, folks? They're selling you fear, trauma-based mind control. They're selling you slavery and an early death. That's their sales pitch. Now, does that sound like a winning argument? Maybe it is to the sheeple who are too stupid to realize what is being offered, but not to any of us that actually have a clue of what's going on. We're not going to put up with it. What do they use? They use blackmail. They sit there and use terrorism. You know, you got Oklahoma City, 9-11. Again, folks, we've done the research. What did they do? They've exposed it all. And even with all of that knowledge that came out, and I knew about 9-11 on 9-11. I was explaining it on a forum how it was all programmed and how 9-1-1 had meanings and gematry and all this other crap. And I was called a nutcase, but it seems very interesting that all those things I was talking about on that particular day ended up eventually making it out there. And everybody else says, you know, yeah, he was actually right. And that's not me toting my horn, folks. It's me telling you that when you're so awake to the real agenda, you see it clearly too. The whole secret is to realize that you're standing on train tracks and there's a freight liner coming down on you. And you have one of two choices. You can get bowled over by that freight liner or you can just get off the tracks. And my encouragement is to push people to the point where they willingly decide, you know what? I don't think I want to get hit by a train today. That simple. This democide where you got governments killing their own. Millions and millions and millions and hundreds of millions in the last century. Folks, that's not 2020s. The new millennia is about murdering billions. That's with a B. That's with a B. And again, even before this whole hoax came out, we were sharing information. Look over here, this Deagle website, where it says the populations of all these countries is going to crash to the floor where their GNP is going to crash to the floor, gross national product. We didn't even know what was going on at the time because they hadn't rolled out their little agenda and their mass murder device yet. But again, from their argument, we didn't murder you. Yeah, we told you you had to take it, but honestly, you didn't. There's so many people out there who refuse to take it. So many. And they're still healthy. And yet all these people who got that blood clot device injected into their veins, now is it a shock that they're in suffering? No, it's not a shock at all. Not at all. See, all body 
and I do is offer you the truth. What we see, how we see, how we perceive it, explain how we consider it to be a grave threat to us. And we put it out there for your consumption. And what do we say? You're free to accept it. You're free to reject it. We're not going to lose sleep anyway. It doesn't matter. You can say we're not. That's fine. We're not going to feel hurt by it. Wouldn't be the first individual to call me crazy. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But my conscience, you see, my conscience is clear because I'm not out there trying to kill you. I'm not out there trying to start a friggin' world war for banking and military-industrial complex profits. The Biden regime is doing that. The Democrats in Washington are doing that. And you folks know very well, I'm no fan of the Republicans either. These two political parties are all part of the same bird, two wings on the same animal. It's about banking profits and military-industrial complex profits. And the hell with those poor saps that are out there carrying rifles, going to war on ships, flying aircraft into combat zones. There was a recent poll that was done. One out of three Americans is in favor of having aircraft in a no-fly zone in the Ukraine. Now, common sense, based on the fact that nobody has it, says, oh, yeah, we need to protect Ukrainians from those evil Russians, right? Now, if you sat down and explained in the same way to those people that are saying, yeah, we need to protect those Ukrainians from those Russians, and explain to them, okay, we send NATO in there. We have just declared war on Russia. Now we escalate the 100 seconds in the proverbial death clock to a brand new level that's never seen. Are we willing to go to war for banking profits and military industrial complex profits and for NATO, which should not even exist since the Russian world collapsed in the 90s, a.k.a. 1991 when the wall came down? See, again, we don't talk about that. Where we promise, listen, if y'all break up and you let all these countries go their own way and do their own thing, we won't bring them into NATO. We won't sit there and give them all these arms and we won't do all these other things. That was the promise made to the Russians. That was actually a promise. That was a contract. But hey, not like U.S. Inc. has ever held to any of its contracts, right? Not any of them. Didn't matter if it was an Indian contract with the Native Americans at the foundation of the country or a contract with the American people, a.k.a. the Constitution. Constitution. First Ten Amendments were called what? The Bill of Rights? You don't have rights. You're a 14th Amendment corporate debt slave. And again, we've explained all that. We're not going to get into it today. But it's about that propaganda. See, in their world, everything is fake. Everything is fiction. 
I've explained in no uncertain terms. Law is simple. Law is simple. Not complicated at all. You were taught it from when you were a baby. Do no harm. Eight little letters, three little words. Do no harm. Anything outside of that where you're harming somebody, well, now you're the wrongdoer. Now, do you see that in the kangaroo courts? Of course not. These maritime admiralty constructive contract and racketeering fraud kangaroo court, what are they? They're profit centers. They're slave trading centers. They're a tool of the bankers to keep the slaves in check. And again, what is a sheriff, a shire reeve, tax collector for the king? What is a police, policy enforcement officer? They're not a peace officer. They're enforcing corporate policy in your community. The corporate charters for your city councils, your county commissions. Actually go forward and read some of those one day, folks. Because what happens once you start to learn with the language of legalese and you sit there and you read those little documents that they insist that everybody needs to vote in favor of in order to pass? When you can actually read the legalese and you actually see what they offer you, it's just slavery. That's it. These are all just corporations. And if you sit there and you look at it after it gets signed off by the state legislature, you folks do realize that the whole legislature doesn't vote on any of those things, right? Call it a private act. A private act. Do you know who votes on it? Do you know? Let me tell you, the state senator and the state representative of the area, that's who votes on it, not the whole legislature. Why? Because it's a private act. But again, this is just propaganda, John. Your conspiracy theorist, John. Look at the facts, not opinions. I'm not – I couldn't care about people's opinions of me. It means nothing. Because in the end, again, when I go to bed at night, I go to bed with a clear conscience because at that end of the day, I've done everything I can with every conversation that I had, try to show people what's really going on. Now, I've got even close friends who want little or nothing to do with my quote-unquote conspiracy theories, and that's fine. We can still be friends. You see, I don't have to kill them just because they don't think like me. I don't. Shocking concept, I realize, but hey, I think I have to make that clear now because what? Oh, you don't agree with me? We need to kill you. This is what these criminals are telling you. What are we thinking to even let somebody like that speak that way and assume they have authority over our lives? Huh? To have a senator calling for murder. Now, I'd love to see that senator go out and get in the same room with Putin and put a knife in the middle of the room, and let's see which one of those two men come out of it. Now, that would be a show I would like to see. I think that senator's mouth would be shut about the time that that responsibility would actually happen. See, again, there was a day in America where if you were wronged by somebody, 
You could meet him down at the sheriff's office, and you could have a duel. That's a fact, folks. We'll meet at noon in front of the sheriffs, dueling. And I, I'm a big believer in bringing that back. Good God. Why? Because the kind of people that are busy, biggest preachers of wanting a war, are also the biggest cowards who would never in a million years pick up a rifle or do what was necessary, quote unquote, to win a war. Oh, they'll finance it. They'll be happy to sit there in the background going, rah, 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 go America, red, right, and blue, yay. Um, I need you to pick up a rifle and get to the front lines. We got a breakthrough. The uh, enemy is coming. What, me? Oh, no, 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 no. No, I just talk about we need to go to war. I don't actually want to be in one. What kind of psychopathy do we have in America where people are chomping at the bit for war? That's the question that has been asked again and again and again, and it was a big question in the 60s and 70s. I used to mock the peace movement back when I was a kid. If you told me 30 years later I'd be the biggest proponent of everything that those people were proponing, I'd tell you you were nuts. They were right. They were right. All it takes is love. And holding some criminals accountable, but again, that may be asking too much. Let me point out some things. Uh, stages of grief. Okay. There are several stages of grief, and this is, again, what they put us through with the trauma-based mind control and the manipulation, all that other crap, okay? First of all, they put you in a state of, sh <clears throat> state of shock and disbelief, okay? That's the first thing that these people do. What? Where did this come from? Oh! What do we call it when we go to war with a country? Shock and awe. And again, if you think the Russians are criminal with the war in the Ukraine and you don't know any history about what brought the Russians there, you've got nothing to say about that war. But if you think the Russians are bad, I'd like to remind you that a month into this war, everybody living in the Ukraine still has electricity. They still have water. They still have access to food. And they're still able to leave the combat area. Now, what do Americans do when we go to war? We bomb them into the Stone Age, including civilian targets, water purification centers, electrical plants, war crimes people. This is not a complicated concept to grasp. It's really not. <laughs> we had a half of a million Iraqi children die because of our sanctions. <laughs> that was your Secretary of State, Madeleine Albright, ladies and gentlemen. Celebrating the death of a half a million little ones. What kind of psychopaths are running this country? Oh, that's right. Take a look at Washington, the District of Criminals. It's not complicated. Stage two, denial. Oh, no, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. No. <laughs> 
there can't be criminals running this whole world. No, you're a conspiracy theorist. Stage three bargaining. Well, maybe you're a little bit right, but you know what? I don't I don't want to make any waves, so you know, I'm just gonna sit here on the sidelines and let you make a fool of yourself, quote unquote, and I'll pretend that I don't know anything and maybe I'll get by. Bargaining with yourself, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Useful idiots is what they call you. For guilt. Yeah? You start murdering people, maybe you should start feeling guilty. Maybe you should. See, that's the whole problem. We've forgotten how to do this guilt thing. I'm not sitting here going wah, rah, rah every time we go to war. I'm not celebrating when anybody dies. Those days are way past over for me. I woke up. This is why I teach what I know, because I'm trying to get other people to see how stupid I was in the younger days. See, I can be open and honest about it. I'm not hiding anything. Been to war, seen what it looks like. You folks don't have a clue if you've never been there, done that. I spent my whole life studying war from the time I was knee-high to a grasshopper. Trust me, I get the concept. You think I want to see what I saw in other places here in the streets of America? You want to know what it looks like? Let me tell you. Go up to Detroit, Los Angeles, some of these other places. See if you like those areas and decide you want to stay there. War is cool, John. What are you talking about? Raw, raw, American flag and all that. Red, white, and blue. Uh-huh. What are they doing? Divide and conquer. What do they want? They want us to shoot each other so that they don't have to. And then when all the shooting is done, then they bring in their goons and take over with taking out whoever's left over. That's their agenda. Again, this is not my conspiracy theory. This is the facts. You think the first strike is going to be the criminal class coming against you? No. Their first strike is taking down the entire stinking system so that we get desperate, so we start killing one another. We start organizing. And then when that's all over, said, and done with, then they can bring in their people, and we think, oh, they're here to save us. And what do they do? They wipe out anybody that might stand in their way, and now they've got complete control. Which is why I've been telling everybody, you better be thinking about doing, not maybe doing. If you can't see what they're doing, what they've done already that is leading to what we've been talking about for the last several years, again, I cannot help you. But we warned you, I have no guilty conscience. Neither does Marty. Five, anger. Well, my, finally, we're getting an emotion out of you. That's something. Now, maybe you're a little pissed off about it. Well, good. Now, what did I tell you about things like emotions? You can have the emotion, and there's nothing wrong with that. But do not use it as a baseline for action. Never use emotion as a baseline for action. Critical thinking, logic, and reason. There's your answer. Now, is there such a thing as righteous anger? Oh, God, yes, there is. 
there's a lot of people that deserve that righteous anger to be implemented on their asses. But that's a story for another day. And then people go into a state of dis- depression after all of this. <laughs> so bad out here. Yeah. Uh-huh. So sorry. Moving on. Should have been it was like that the other day. The final step is acceptance. Well, maybe some hope. But you see, that's where they stop with the quote-unquote stages of grief. See, eighth one to the stages of grief list, this is my addition. Rise up and do something about it. See, you have to go through all stages of grief, been there, done that, to get to the point where you finally decide, I better start doing something about it so that other people don't have to suffer the way I just did. See, that's the critical concept. They don't want us to reach stage eight. See, most people are still in stage two of denial, stage three of bargaining, and maybe a little bit of four guilt and five anger. And a lot of people went into depression. They skipped all the other ones. Some of them self-terminated in the last few years. This is what the criminal cabal wants. And it's why we cannot and must not give them that easy victory. We have to take a step back and look at risk assessment. You've got the cocaine importing agency, that's problem child. The drug enforcement agency, which is actually part of the drug inf- people that bring in the drugs, actually. You've got the FBI. We know that's been used for political purposes. Again, no surprises, going all the way back to Lyndon Baines Johnson for that one, even before that, but that's beside the point, too. Don't get me started on homeland, quote-unquote, security. These entities were created with one purpose, to exercise that control factor over the population which is why I tell them to shove off on a regular basis when doing shows like this. See, in the end, their willful ignorance to the facts or their deliberate obstruction of the facts is complicity to mass murder. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a crime I know it may seem a little bit ridiculous to think that way. It's not. Because in the grand scheme of things, when you are busy allowing somebody to be murdered and you know something and don't do anything about it, you are just as guilty as whatever or whoever murdered that individual. Exactly just as guilty. We've talked about the social credit score here more times than I count. Marty and I both figure our social credit score right now is in the negative, and that's fine. We're not planning on being in that system. We want nothing to do with it. You think you want that easy money coming from them? You think it doesn't have strings attached? 
It's a universal basic income. Everybody needs to have it. We can stop inflation with it. We can make sure everybody has the basic needs that they have. Uh Uh-huh. You better read between that fine lines on that contract when you sign up for the UBI. That universal basic income thing, I promise you it's going to have some strings that you are never going to get out of because those aren't strings. Those are chains, and they come with very strong locks. But again, the biggest problem we have is people, as a general rule, are free range slaves and the biggest slave master that they have is their own mind they cannot break free from that programming why I am so critical so often in my conversations where I give them the whole shotgun approach I don't pull my punches I don't sit here and try to soothe you through your frustrations none of that crap we don't have time folks We don't have time. Not if we're going to save us from getting any farther down this proverbial hell pit. When you realize you're digging a pit to hell, maybe it's time to stop digging and start filling it in. Now, is this going to happen instantly? Well, theoretically, it could if the whole planet would finally wake up. But I'm not projecting that because, again, injections, control mechanisms, 5G. And again, if you haven't seen that little video of the guy that's an advisor for the World Economic Forum talking about the power that they have to control people through technology. Oh, it's wide awake awakening. And again, Martin, I've been telling you that for years, but hey, no, that's a conspiracy theory, man. They can't do things like that with 5G and with all this little nanotech that they've been injecting into people and with all that stuff they've been spraying in the earth air and uh, all of that stuff in the food and uh uh-huh the system has an agenda and part of that agenda is to make sure you're not a part of their system who runs the world a few psychopaths that's for sure but in their world of system It's going to be controlled by AI in so many ways, too, because, again, they can at least say, well, a man or a woman didn't make the decision. AI made the decision. It's cold. It's calculated. It didn't care. It didn't succumb to emotional responses. It just said, okay, it's more expensive to keep you alive than to kill you, so we're just going to let you die. And again, we talked about that under Obamacare, but again, well, that was a conspiracy theory, John. They're not going to kill people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oops. Right again. We're dealing with everything. Deception and disinformation is the whole world that we're living in. It's everything that we know. Everything we see is based in deception and disinformation. For what purpose, you say, John? Simple. For your death. I don't know how to make it any clearer than that. I really don't. See, they've been weaponizing everything that you think is useful to you. Money has been weaponized. Again, this shouldn't be a surprise if you've been listening to this show for several years. We've talked about how money has been weaponized. Why do I call it? Vulture economics. 
They throw money out there, pull out the rug from underneath people, and come back in and buy it for pennies on the dollar, and then turn around and do it all again. Only this time they're going to destroy the whole world. They're going to destroy the entire economy of the planet so that they can all be put under this direct transfer from the central banks. That's the facts, folks. It's not conspiracy theory. That's them telling you you do it. They've told you they're doing it. There's a really fat um, world banker, IMF banker, that uh, I've seen the video several times, and in about 45 seconds, he tells you the truth. First time I've ever seen a central banker tell you the truth how they will use that universal basic income and how they will use direct transfers to control the world. And he did it in 45 seconds. And yet we sit here and have these conversations for hours, but, oh, we're just a conspiracy theorist. Well, go listen to the talking heads. They'll tell you the truth. Why, again, because they have to. It's part of the contract. Their propaganda... The propaganda agents, tools to give that perception, the crisis actors, the wars, the censorship, 5G, all of these are smaller parts to the big picture. They're all little pieces of a toolbox. You break it out if and when you need it. And we've got to get past this trauma-based mind control. We've got to get past this control mechanism that they've implemented on us through programming our entire life. And trust me, folks, I know it ain't easy. It took me years to break free from that programming. Years. But if I can do it, promise you, you can too. See, because that's the one thing that we've got that animals don't, and the criminal class surely doesn't. We still have our intellect. We can still start using that critical thinking, logic, and reason. We can stop letting their emotional manipulation control us. Problem, reaction, solution. They create a problem. We react. They offer the solution, which is the original goal of why they created the problem in the beginning. Because they wanted to move us along their timeline. But you see, the thing is this. The biggest problem we have is people are not taught to think critically. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is not going to help us. So by thinking critically, what do we have to do? Not tell you what to think, not tell you how to think. We simply ask that you think and look at the facts. We got no reason to lie to you. It's not in our best interest to do this. It targets us. It creates drama. And of course... Like you heard me and Marty both say, we'd much rather be spending time with our family and doing other things, but we're in the middle of a real war. This isn't a fictional war. This isn't something we created in our mind. We're not sitting here as quote-unquote world warriors in the information superhighway. No, folks. This is a real war with real dead bodies and real victims of war crimes. And we've chosen not to stay silent and to stand up against the cabal. And every time somebody makes that willful choice to join the fight, the crime syndicate loses a slave, and we get some positive reinforcement, 
And again, it doesn't take violence. It just takes action. It's so simple. Propaganda is a tool that they use. But you see, we can use it too. Because all we're doing is telling people, you need to stop digging your own grave. You need to stop looking at the world from their perspective and realize that very evil people have very bad intentions for you. They do exist. They're not, not everybody is an honest, moral, and upstanding man or woman. And this is especially true if they're a government goon. can't find a black robe with a costume with integrity. I can't. I've been looking for a while now. I really have. But they're all covering up for their crimes. And because you get all these clerks masquerading as judges committing all these felonies on any given day, it all rolls downhill. The costume badges and guns are the military arm for the black robes. The black robes are the military arm for the Vatican. Again, all roads lead to Rome. This shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Three city-states, City of London, Vatican, and of course the District of Criminals. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a real war. It's a scary war. But it's not as scary when you have allies. Because remember, propaganda is nothing more than public relations. You know, I remember what Bush said. You are either with us or against us. I remember hearing him saying that, thinking myself, kiss off. That was right after 9-11, Bush 2. It should really get people to think critically. Because again, what it's designed to do is, you better be with us or else. Well, I'm proud to say I was never with Bush 2. When I saw his crap after 9-11, and it all roads led right back to him and his brother and his father. See, I wasn't fully awake to his tie-in to the Kennedy murder and the CIA and all that stuff. I knew Dad was part of the CIA and had been in charge for a while, but it was used, you know, it was shortly after that I realized just how deep the Bush crime family went. And again, folks, you have to realize that there are no politicians that are not bought and paid for. They earn their right to hold that position by being a good little slave and doing very bad things. It's just the way the world works. What do I tell you folks that the word government means? Two Latin origin words, gouverneur and mente, where you get the word govern and government, it means to control. And mente means the mind. So when you say the word government, you're literally saying mind control. And isn't that what it is? If you take a step back and realize the truth of the matter, isn't that what it is? You're worshiping at the altar of a false god called government, and it's your own mind that's doing it. But, 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 John, that sounds treasonous talk. Yeah, maybe it is. Truth is treason in an empire of lies. Want to be a United States citizen, 14th Amendment corporate debt slave? Hey, I don't care. That's your right. You have the right to be stupid and a slave. I got no problem. And if you want them to kill you, 
Who am I to argue? I'm an anarchist. I don't care. No masters, no slaves, the actual definition of anarchy. It's not this chaos crap that these people that are quote-unquote in charge keep bringing down our necks, dropping it on us like a ton of bricks. See, they thrive in the chaos as they destroy us. They thrive in the financial manipulation. They thrive in the desperation. They thrive in the misery. <laughs> Look at the little slaves over there and how they suffer. <laughs> it's so cool to watch. Yeah, we can start a nuclear war too, and we'll be just fine. We got the big bunkers, but the good slot, man, will wipe out half the friggin' planet. You know, no problem. This is how psychopaths think, just in case you're curious. The nature of war is an evil thing, folks. It's death and destruction on a mass scale. Would you go up to somebody and say, go ahead and murder, because I told you to, when he protests? Why should I murder him? Because I told you to. Okay. Or would you want to take a step back and think about it for a while? And what if that individual, the same individual that told you to go murder them, and says, well, why don't you go murder him instead and not have me do it? No, no, I won't go. But you need to. Oh, why is that? Because I said so. Uh-huh. Think outside the box, folks. It's not complicated. But I needed a paycheck, John. I was protecting America from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Uh, no, you were supporting all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's the truth. Hardcore truth as it is, you know, facts are facts. Get as offended as you want. I don't care. The nature of war is about controlling resources and controlling people and murdering. That's it. It's not a complicated concept to realize. To grasp it is nothing. But to experience it? So many brothers and sisters wearing uniforms come back to the States. They're coming back in body bags. They're coming back in pieces. Physically and mentally. Self-terminating. Many of them on a daily basis. Their head around the crimes that they committed under the guise of protecting the world from democracy, for democracy. Yeah. We can do better than this, folks. We have to do better than this. You think after all these thousands of years, we could get to a point where we weren't trying to kill one another. You really think so? Well, there's not enough resources on the world, John. We can't feed everybody, we can't house anybody, and we can't get enough fresh water. Why is that? It sure isn't because of lack of land. It sure isn't because of lack of water. It isn't because of lack of food. It's because of control over these resources by corporations who use it to manipulate and murder you do folks realize that they've been buying up fresh water supplies and privatizing those, right? You know, like Marty mentioned the other day, dealing with the one desalinization plant. 
What's the first thing we did? Blew it up. We blew it up. Now, did that make a difference to Gaddafi? A little bit, but it made a huge difference to the civilians who had nothing to do with that. And why did we want Gaddafi dead? Oh, because he wanted to take us off the petrodollar standard, and he wanted to move on to a gold one. Which, by the way, the gold standard has always been a part of the oil-producing countries, just as a little side. Yeah, well, we can't have anybody challenging the superiority of the Federal Reserve Note negotiable debt instrument. So what do we do? We kill people for that. And he looked at his own people who murdered him. And says, why? What did I do to you? And you see, it wasn't his own people that even rose up against him. It was hired goons. Oh, and where have we had that in more recent times? Oh, that would be the Ukraine in 2014. The same hired goons overthrew the government there too. And we even have the audio of the two clowns, U.S. Inc. employees, who were behind the coup talking about it. But again, oh, John, that's just a conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory, John. You know how that came out? In a court case. And the court case was, you know what it was? It was prosecution by the Ukrainians for manipulating and getting involved in the politics of America. Yeah. And they prosecuted those people that were partly responsible and they convicted them of those crimes. Yeah. And one of them was asked a question by somebody else. It was also part of the interview. So you're out there supporting Trump? Oh, no, 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 no. That's not about Trump. It's about the other one. Uh-huh. Hillary Clinton. Oh, there's those Democrats again. You better realize when I sit here and call Hillary, Hillary, there's a reason. When I sit there and talk about Mina, Arkansas being a major hub for drug importation, you better be aware of it. When I sit there and explain to you that those people, while they may be Democrats, quote-unquote, and quote-unquote enemies of the Bushes, the Bushes worked with them. They were just an extension of the Bush crime family. The Clintons and the Bushes are as tight as you can get. But it's okay if you want to believe the narrative that, oh, the Democrats and Republicans are fighting tooth and nail, and we have to believe in this way, and we have to vote for the donkey, or we have to vote for the doggone elephant. Well, maybe you can stop voting for your slave master and decide that you don't need to be told what you do by psychopaths and criminals that are screwing up this world. Maybe it's asking too much. I don't know. I know I'm running out of time, Marty. I'm sorry, but I still got to go. We will lose this war that they've declared on us unless we fight back. And this is what Marty and I do. We don't use it with violence. We're not sitting here promoting anything other than facts. 
and telling you that, folks, you want to change the world, you have to start by changing yourself. Be that light to other people. Be the source of information that they need to see the bigger picture, how the world really works. You better figure out now, not in three months, not in six months, not in a year, right now, how you're going to barter amongst each other. You better decide now how you're going to be feeding your family in six months or a year from now when the food storage is not what it is. See, again, if you're not paying attention to what's going on in the Ukraine and how it impacts you, yeah, you say, well, it has to do with the oil prices. They've doubled all because of Putin. Uh You better realize that that little country called Ukraine, which isn't little, produces a boatload of food that gets eaten by people and animals. That's a fact, folks. They also produce a lot of fertilizer. But again, hey, just assume all those things are going to make it to the store shelves the way they always have. There's only a war going on over there for crying out loud. There's no issue there. Ask yourself a simple question. Do we have a reason to lie to you? Do Marty and I really have a reason to lie to you? Are we getting any benefit from this? Of course not. Telling you what we see and we're telling you to what you need to be paying attention to because they will keep you distracted. They will do the distraction thing all day long. See, Marty and I, we make sacrifices to tell you the truth of what's going on. But it's your job to decide what's propaganda and what's true. You have to weigh the evidence. And never forget, propaganda can be a lie, it can be a truth, or it can be somewhere in between. You've got to have the ability to sit there and take in the propaganda, because everybody's got it. Everything coming out of your tell-lie vision It's propaganda, in case you haven't figured out. It's a wonderful tool for that. But this system based on fraud and the conspiracy against people, slavery and mass murder, it's coming to an end one way or another. The only question is, what happens to us individually? What happens to our young people? I'm tired of the wars. I'm tired of the crimes. I'm tired of the high treason. And I'm more than happy to step on all the toes of all the people that we're not supposed to talk about. Divide and conquer is their tool, folks. We better get together or we will suffer profusely. Back to you, Moni. You know, John, what always has um, amazed me is people are so willing, I mean, just so willing to hang on to this crap that they tell us. I don't know if it's just convenience, if it's fear, what it is. I, I really don't understand it. But when things are so obviously not what they are telling us they are, like 911, um, the JFK assassination, the, the, the glaring inconsistencies in those stories... And the background that came out about it, about like our fighter jets being told to stand down and sent the other direction, uh, just various things that have happened. Um, the shooting in Las Vegas, 
where supposedly somebody went in and shot 600 people, and they finally figured out that at least there were at least four shooters. And as soon as that was revealed, that story fell out of the headlines. And but what amazes me is that the truth is staring people in the face, and yet they will cling to the lie. And I don't know if they think it's because if they do cling to it, they'll be safe. Or I, I just I can't figure it out. I, I just can't figure out what that is. You know, here we sit. The other question that constantly pops into my mind, I do believe they are there is a global genocide taking place. And it's through these so called vaccinations. And of course, you know, intended starvation, we lose, what, 26,000 people a day, mostly children, to starvation? Really? Um, I, I don't, what, what is the end goal? You know what I'm saying? If you kill off the very people you're trying to enslave, who's going to do your work for you? That's my question, because obviously you're too lazy to do it yourself. And even in a daily life, there is maintenance that has to be. Who's going to do that if you kill off everyone? And when you also diminish numbers of the population, you have also diminished your military might. So what's this all for? See, none of this to me is rational. None of it makes any sense. I saw here recently where in the last 20 years that... 60 million babies have been aborted worldwide. 60 million. We have lost um, somewhere around 5 million, as near as I can tell, to vaccines of all kinds. We look at people dying in hospitals of hospital-acquired infections, misdiagnosis, malnutrition in a hospital. The whole system has just gone insane, and it's like they're trying to take you with them. I I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But, you know, all the things you talk about and the way you lay it out, and it's in a format that people can understand, and I think it frightens them. And their immediate response is, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You know, you people need to quit using that term. It has long since worn out any value it might have had. And it was a term coined by the CIA when people started outing the corruption in that agency, uh, what was actually going on there. And something I discovered years, some years ago, <clears throat> because of our laws and the Constitution and various other things, the CIA cannot exist as we think it does. It cannot spy on the American people. It cannot propagandize the American people, although they passed a law here, what, three, four years ago said they could. And it could not set on somebody here in this country, an American citizen. It, it could not go after them. But it was doing this, and I was trying to figure out how they were doing and getting away with it. And what came to light was England also has various laws prohibiting the same thing. No government agency can can do this to the people of that country. So it turns out, and I did a lot of digging on this, turns out the CIA is actually owned by England. 
and therefore it can operate in this country as it would in any other country as a spy outfit. You can do what it wants. Simultaneously, MI6 is owned by the United States. And so they operate under those hats, which allows them far more leeway than if they were a part of the government in the country they're in. And I, it, it took me a long time for that to soak in, you know, how, how dangerous this organization is. The CIA, probably, of all the federal so-called agencies, needs to be abolished. Kennedy wanted to get rid of them, knew they were dangerous. Eisenhower knew they were dangerous. They need to be gotten rid of. They are, represent a threat to the country, to the citizenry, and I think are responsible for the bulk of the propaganda we hear and the false flags that occur. You know, John, I don't know about you, but how many of these do you think they can pull off before people finally figure out they're being played? It's just like when they try to pass gun legislation. They get a lot of blowback. People just leave the guns alone. So son of a gun, every time there will be mass shootings in schools. Well, that didn't get you. We'll do it in church. We'll go to a church. They did that up in Milwaukee. Um, some guy on a Sunday morning walked into a church and opened fire. Unfortunately for him, one of the congregation was armed, stood up and blew this guy back out the door. They prosecuted the guy that took out the shooter. And I still don't know how that came out. I do know he was being prosecuted. But he stopped a mass shooting. And But these things are not incidental. It is not simply a coincidence. These are staged things that happen. You have to ask yourself, what prompted that individual to walk into that school or that church and open fire? Why would they do this? Well, they would do it because we're trying to pass this gun legislation and you're fighting us back. So we'll scare you. We'll scare you. We'll have these incidents taking place. And then you'll all jump on board and go, yeah, I passed this right now. It just... I don't, John, I don't know. I don't know what to do for people. I really don't. Uh, like we've talked about, you can show people all the documentation in the world, but when they get it in their head that you're a conspiracy theorist, no matter what you produce, oh, no, no, you're reading that wrong. No, I'm not. Why don't you read it? I don't have to. I already know it's fake. No, this came from this law or that law or this politician or whomever. And, but I think it's fear that drives them. Maybe I'm wrong. I think at their core, it terrifies them. And they think if they deny it and don't look at it, it'll go away. Well, as John has been telling you week after week, it's not going to go away. It's getting worse. And we are coming to the end game. The enemy is inside the gates. And the terrorists we should have been afraid of all along are sitting in D.C., I don't know how to make it any plainer than that. Um, they are sitting in D.C., and John is absolutely right. Whether they claim to be right or left, they're two wings of the same bird. And you have to be out there to realize just how much collusion is going on. What a stage show these supposed votes on these bills are. It, all of it is programmed. None of it is spontaneous, and none of it is real. And with that, John, I think we will close down for the evening. Thank you. This was very, very interesting this evening. 
Um, everyone, we will be back next week. I don't know what John's topic will be, but it will be something good. You can take that to the bank. And um, and the one thing about it is what he tells you about is all easily provable. It's all easily provable. There's no subterfuge. There is no uh, – you have to dig and try to find because it's all out there, and it's available to you. You just have to – you just have to look. Anyway, with that, we'll say good night. John, thank you so much for being on again this evening. Always a pleasure, Marty. Remember what they did in Australia. They brought the gun control yes. there, mass shooting. Look at the position the yep. Australians are in now. They did the same yep. thing and in I, Canada. The position yep, the Canadians they, I, did. They, I just had our friend over in, in Australia say they disarmed us, Marty. We have no way to defend ourselves, none. And uh, now they're coming down on us hard. And keep that in mind, folks. That's what's coming for you. Anyway, we'll be back next week. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We appreciate your support, and good night.